Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jensen. The Daily Talk Show, live from New York City. Brad I've, Blanks. Yeah, Brad Blanks. How are you guys? This is great. <laughs> you to be a part of it. This is, yeah. this is the most daily uh, podcast in the world, right? Yeah. Every well, single day. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, five, I'll five, da- five days a week. Do you think we can say that we're daily if we're five days a week? Yes. That, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. You need weekends off of yeah. any good relationship. Yeah. 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 yeah, true. Yeah, two grown men out there in the world and you don't you aren't in the same room, are you? Well, you we, we, right haven't, now we are. Yeah, yes. we haven't been. So we're going to be back in Melbourne, obviously, after this US trip. But yeah, for the last... What, three months we have been doing the show remotely, so it's been weird hours. Wow. Doing like uh, TJ would do like 6 a.m. I'd take I would, morning shift. I would do like 10 p.m. And, and Josh would take the night shift. And there's, there, we found a clear difference in the quality of show right. pointed out by a listener. Right. Um, that I wasn't a morning person. He wasn't a morning really? person. Yeah. I was All better right. in the morning. Controversial yeah. already. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the problem is though that I don't know if you – because you do – do you do breakfast radio? Breakfast, that's it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Do you find – because – the, the thing is that your voice is getting still warmed up, so TJ would do a bit of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a bit of that. A bit, yeah, of, yeah, phlegmy, yeah. bit of phlegmy action. No, I love it. I, I, I love morning radio. I think I'm a son of a dairy farmer. I love being a paper boy, and I love, the, uh, I love breakfast. I love yeah. it. Morning yeah. radio here in America. I don't know if you've figured that. They call it mornings yeah, here. You, yeah. morning. So you were on Craig Bruce's uh, podcast, um, yep. Game Changers, and you were, you, were talking, you were talking about that at the beginning of your career, going in and saying... Hey, I want to speak to the breakfast show yeah. producer. They had no idea. Had no idea. Oh, and I was only, but don't get me wrong, I was only talking to receptionists. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've all been there pitching a receptionist, any yeah. job that we've always wanted. And uh, receptionists don't take any of that. And I've yeah. been a receptionist. Yeah. We don't want to talk to uh, guys like me ringing in. Yeah. Desperate. We'll, we'll desperate, hang, desperate. We'll hang up or put them through to the mailroom. And that was what was happening to me in that, that morning where I sat there for like five hours ringing the top 20 radio stations in New York. Not that I knew they were really the top 20, but it was the top 20 from one of those old website lists in the year 2000, if you know. If you guys were you guys alive then? I was alive. Yes, yes. 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 Nineteen ninety, right. if you can believe oh, right. it. Eighty eight for me. <laughs> right. But different times. But no, no. So you you grew up on a farm. Yeah, well I grew up in country in, in a town. So look, I grew up in the town of Cobram, which I you know, it's country and I you know just down the road to the Murray River and I'm Mate, camping. I lived in Shep for oh, two so years. Oh, you're, so you know, I'm, there you go. Yeah. I'm not from Shep, but right. I lived there for a couple of years, Good. not far from Cobham. So you know, yeah. And, um, but I always, I'd go to the city and people would go, oh, you're a country boy. And I'm like, well, I always felt it was like a suburb. Anyway, we'd, we'd get in a car and with no troubles be in Melbourne in two and a half hours, yeah. three hours. And so we'd be, zip, we'd be under the footy a lot of weekends when we weren't playing footy as kids and getting the train down there. But yeah, it, it's a country town. And I spent the first three years, and three years, I'm from a dairy farming family, so... You know, uh, my dad just decided to sell caravans and um, instead of going on for his, you know, dairy farming, fulfilling his uh, destiny. Yeah, you know, fork groups. in the road. That's it was right. either yes. sell caravans right. or yes. milk. That's right. That's uh, right. You know, you milk the right the one. You know, um, you know, but my <laughs> early love of radio came from my dad doing commercials uh, to 2QN Deniliquin on the phone. And I'd sit there as a young boy and listen to him rave and rant into the telephone live on that. Or I'd run to my bedroom and then listen to him on the radio, which I yeah. was a, a cool little moment. So What, yeah, what I love about you is the fact that you're doing this in a different country. Because like, the thing is, like Australian radio is really sort of glamorous in a lot of in the sense that it's sort of it's got a, it seems like there's a bit of an investment there there's a lot going on yeah. and all that sort of thing radio it's arguably the most uh it's arguably the most the number one radio market in the world yeah i'd even say really like, yeah from from 
comparisons over the years. Yeah, yeah. It, Australia is a radio gold mine. Yeah. It's just it's brilliant. It's got the best people. It's why fantastic. do you think that is? I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm studying it. Like yeah. I, I used to say, England was on comparison, mm-hmm. but you know you've seen the Christian, the Christian go to Melbourne, yeah. and it looks like he's killing it. Yeah. So and and very happy from what I see and hear. And um, so I, I can't nail it down. It, it's is it. Is it the breadth, the, the, the length of the country, how big it is? or uh, I, I don't yeah. – I, I can't nail it. So it's a yep. different – but that's why I find so surprising is when I started listening to US radio, I'd like you know stream it on, on the phone and it just surprised me that the difference in the – the showmanship. There's a showmanship to 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 radio where it's a little bit broadcasty, yeah. and it's yeah. Like, how did you decide? <laughs> how did you end up in the world of the the US? And what's what's your perspective in? Yeah, in that, well, on that broad, yeah, because really on that whole point, you're still right on terms of the showmanship. Because really, yeah. I shouldn't be here. I wasn't coming in and doing a song and dance when yeah. I was on. I was just still trying just to have a chat. Yeah, and I was essentially emulating the guys that I grew up liking mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoying on Melbourne. Well, starting off in Shep- Shepparton Radio and uh, listening to 3SR and Sun yeah. FM and then down to Melbourne through my university days and that would have been Triple M and back then Two Day FM. Uh, not Today FM, um, sorry, uh, tri- Double T FM. Yeah, Double T, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love, now love Mix songs. and yeah. then Kiss. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so then getting here, I just wanted to chat and I knew I, the sh- I was just – I mean, I'll get to how it happened, but the show I ended up getting on was a comedy show. So, in essence, they wanted they, they wanted to be funny, and I knew I had to provide be the foil to their funny, you know. And they, you know, they were a duo and a straight man who was a funny guy, but then a really funny guy, a real quick, just sharp. And what's yeah. their show called? That was that was the Scott and Todd show yeah. on, on PLJ. I was watching yeah. on YouTube. I searched on YouTube. I think it was after uh, hear, hearing your chat with Craig. And some of the stuff that happened, like I think there was one where it was sort of some sort of tits, some sort of stripper. I don't yeah. know. It was some some YouTube video well, where it's like basic. There was some like radio show cam- campaign. No, where it was sort of like it was like wet t-shirt competition or some shit like that. Do you remember taking away a few keywords? Yeah. Strippers, wet t-shirt. That wasn't in my day. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, sure. Because no, no, it was like ten yeah. years ago. Or so. Like but, I think it was like two thousand and eight or something no, like that. Oh uh, no, no, I still. No. No, no, but it might have been recently. Yeah, oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. do you think there is that, like Howard Stern yeah. or that sort of thing? Yes. There is sort of a certain style. That's right. No, that. But then Howard Stern's on his own yeah. in terms of. But there are those stations throughout America, classic rock stations. That'd yeah, be the yeah. genre where there is that, yeah. you know, wild affair. I am on a station in Minneapolis that would be classed, not so wild anymore, but in the O's it was more wild. Yeah. I, I think the wild radio stations have, you know, have, you know, Died as down culture has changed, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is, yeah, well, it's, curbed, yeah, it's a risky business model. That's right. Having a uh, <laughs> really risky radio that's show. Right. That's right. And but, that's, but, you know, the show I was on was very, you know, soccer mum listening audience. Oh, really? Very, yeah, you know, very Today FM, very um, Fox FM. You know, good, good fun. Yeah, upbeat. Just you know, uh, two guys. It was, it was two guys, a, a a woman who she was the news guru of the show, and then I managed to come in as sort of this. Australian sidekick where, where really they didn't really need me but I every day I was trying to figure out ways <laughs> to create be, to be wanted and to be needed and it, it worked yeah and so, so you were listening were you listening to a bunch of radio then or were you just having a guess of what they were no 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 it was just a guess of what I wanted to do like I, I, but my whole thing started around it was 2000 I'd, and I'm through I always loved when I was 
very young, I loved Norman Gunston. And then I loved, in the 90s, I loved Dennis Pennis with him. But I knew I wouldn't be able to pull off the, the, the real ballsy moves. Although yeah. I've done some ballsy moves, but in terms of being a pest or whatever, yeah. I, I'm not too much of a pest because I always still wanted to be invited into the party afterwards <laughs> for the free beer or the free chicken wings. So, but but I, I love that style of, let's call it reporting or creating bits. Um, and... And then it got to Dennis, and then around the late nineties, I was in London in 97, 98, 99, and that was sort of the beginnings of Sasha Baron Cohen. And mm-hmm. so I'd look at all that stuff, and I'd be inspired of the sort of stuff of how I'd like to interview people or talk with people. By no means I'm not like them at all; they're geniuses. But that sort of banter with people to get sort of a, a an off script chat that's yeah. not not mean, not not cheeky, just fun, upbeat, something different that you wouldn't hear on the radio. And that sort of meshed with what these guys, they didn't know what they wanted at the beginning, this this radio show, which was a big, it's a big, well, then it was a big Disney-owned radio station, um, the, the, the crown jewel in Disney's FM sort of, you know, they own stations all across America. And um, the show was a sort of a show, heritage show, they call it, that's been going for, had been going for about seven years before I turned up. So yeah. I sort of, created this character that slotted in. The character was me anyway, but, you know, it yeah. sort of fitted in with them. Yeah. I used to do some uh, red carpet reporting. I kind of weasel my way in as well. But I remember watching your stuff thinking, ah, oh, you know, just trying to get some uh, inspo of the red carpet stuff. You were doing Hamish and Andy yep. at that time. And, yeah, I loved it. I loved, you know, it's, it's so interesting meeting you and then seeing that person, very, you know, similar where you kind of people look in and go, oh, there's a character that Aussie really carving it out and in the states. What was that like yeah. the, for the Hamish and Andy stuff? Yeah, with the yeah, well, it was great because the Hamish and Andy. Yeah, every I was on the one show, and then as other shows started taking my interviews, then you're like, wow, because you never know what if people like you. You never know where you work if they actually really like you. I guess yeah. you have it. The only way you can tell is if you have the job. So that's <laughs> you know, if you have the job and you still the checks are clearing. Then they like you, um, but you never. You, there was never any feedback in New York. I never. Yeah, only feedback when I sucked. Or you know, um, it was just. A, I knew that because I I debuted. I hadn't done any radio beforehand, so it was this baptism by fire. And I was getting smashed, and I get smashed on the air and a little bit off the air, but it was never constructive. It was never. It was pretty brutal, but smashed uh, on the air. What do you mean by um, that? Like, yeah, like like Hamish and Andy would smash me on there, but it would be. Comedically, and we'd be yeah. all in on the joke. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. a play, play fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love that. And even you know, big radio people could do that sort yeah. of stuff. But I would be getting broken down of my ability on the air, and I'd be oh, like, God. "No, but it was. I wasn't. That wasn't what the issue. My issue was. My issue was more like, um, yeah, my bit is to not is to suck. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're doing to try and create the bit. You know, like, and and my bit was always to throw stuff out there so the others could." Collaborate for co- comedy off the back of me. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. I, I wasn't the one that come in to do the punchlines. Yeah, you know, I was creating. The, I was being the foil, Punch, the punching bag, and, <laughs> punching bag, and I was fine with that. Yeah. But in the early days, it was tough just to keep. I had to keep going, but I knew I was debuting in New York, so yeah. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't cry too much in the corner because I walk outside. I'm like, I'm in New York City and every <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, was, to me was a bonus because I'm like, this will end. And as soon as this ends, I've got a hell of a story to tell my mates back in the top pub in Cobram, you know, like you know, the stuff I was doing. But I was squeezing so much stuff in that it was actually elevating me within 
the show. Did you, yeah. Like I was doing. So how so- do you see status and ego then? Like, did you sort of oh, good, good you know, like? Because I guess in some regards, it's in Australia with you know tall poppy syndrome or even being self-deprecating. Like we like. Yeah. We like characters like Brad, you yeah. know, on, yeah. on air. But maybe, you know, I, I remember a f- friend of mine, <laughs> Cyan, who works in the tech industry. She had a meeting with uh, some American, you know, venture capitalists or yep. whatever. And she sort of underplayed what she did and all that sort of thing. And she's got a really successful company. And the thing that she learned was it doesn't always translate. No, yeah. it doesn't at all. I think I'm still, I still struggle with that. Yeah. Definitely for sure. You've got you, you to gotta sell yourself. And I'm still not. Nail, haven't nailed it. Yeah. And it, it's still there for the taking. If any yeah, Aussies <laughs> listening want to come here and, you know, but you've got it's that whole measure because yeah. we we are still enjoyed on the streets of New York as an Aussie because we still laid, have that laid back mm. thing. So you can't let ambition get in the way of what you, what we are as pretty cool, relaxed sort of people. But also you've got to still say something. And back in those early days, I, I there was no, I, I think I, I, I still called myself goofy. I should probably still do, but I had to eradicate that word probably in the late O's mm. when, you know, when people started going, hold on. No, you know exactly. You know, it's just when people, when you're doing something, people really know exactly what you do. Like, it is a bit. Yeah, it's like so a Louis Theroux effect in some regards. You know, Louis Theroux's yeah. someone who, it's hard That's because right. as he's gone through his career. Yeah, you know exactly what he's doing yeah. when he's playing yeah. dumb. You're yeah. like, this guy's a genius at playing dumb yeah. and he's getting the most. At, you know, you're, so true. And yeah. what was his strategy once they worked <laughs> out your strategy? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it's all very contrived, doesn't it? But I, I enjoy what you, you're getting. No, I, I, I think you just had to keep, I had to keep evolving. I had to make... I think my interviews at times when someone I'm interviewing is not playing along, I had to make them, I had to make them interesting yeah. or entertaining, and not realize it's not always going to be about getting that joke. Or when I'm in my head, you know, when you're interviewing and you're yeah. self-editing, yeah. you're going, oh, no, no, not funny, not yeah. funny. Oh, that's not. Oh, geez, that's not trying to. Because I'm trying to make the person I'm interviewing funny, yeah. or you know, upbeat or something, and you're not getting it. Just going, oh well, it doesn't matter. This will still work. And it happens yep. in, I guess the thing, yeah. the challenge with what you're doing is you're getting such a small bit of time. Small bit. Exactly. It's like what, when yeah. I bring up strippers and yeah. wet teacher and you're yeah. like, oh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. You're spending me. I liked it. I was, like, I was running through my no. past. My, my database was rolling but on that in my the, head. Like, the what, advantage is that it's like, okay, you spend one minute getting a bit sweaty and get a yeah. bit fucking hot. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I can chill. Like, it's like we've got an hour to fucking chat. And so how do you deal with it? when it's like you've got three questions with someone and your first question is tanks. A, tanks. Right. Yeah, brilliant. Because you, you, you know, so I've got a minute, let's say minimum. If it goes for two minutes, amazing. Yeah. But I've got a minute and I've got to win them over. And this stretch, stretch, when I started cracking it in about 2002 on a red carpet, first six months I didn't even hit a red carpet. I was just this, you know, a sidekick on a morning show and doing man on the street yeah. stuff. And, um, and then I realised there's this free... You know, content, you know, um, just this opportunity, yeah, treasure trove of people where I could go. And I was always at the very end of the red carpet, always at the the bottom of the red carpet. And I was fine with that. I I had no worries. And I'd stand there and, um, and, and I had to just had to get the first question out and be gentlemanly and, you know, and just, and, and rapture them in that first minute in the hope that they would stay and I get the second one in. And by the third, I'm hoping I can get a punchline in. Not necessarily me delivering the punchline, me setting them up to yeah. really take a swing at me or a swing at the, their movie or their whatever they're selling. Just something different that would be funny. And again, like with Hamish and Andy, which started with in about at the end of 05, 
you know, as you said, sweaty. It was always me being sweaty and nervous in front of <laughs> Angelina Jolie and yeah. or, you know, um, or gumbling my words or, you know, how I would do the one minute, I would back, I would back myself into a corner and then try to fight my way out of it yeah. verbally. Are you reading them as you're doing it? No, like what are you do- no, no, it's all you- off the cuff yeah. and there's not much prep. Mm-hmm. Going into it, they're the good ingredients to get yeah. that scenario that yeah, you're talking well it's, about. It's like if you go down the prep, like I, I, there'd be some that I would prep, and they would just I'd be too prepped, and I, I, I and I had to it had to be a reaction mm. to get their reaction. So I, I love the feeling of this when two people are just it's just not spiralings down, but just getting evolving into this explosion by the yeah. end. Yeah, did you, know? you do one of the Mel Gibson that sort of went a bit pear-shaped? Um, uh, yeah, I, I did. Did I see I something? Did, you might have seen. I, I did Mel Gibson in 02. It was with the stripper video. Yeah. <laughs> <when> <laughs> I have done Mel Gibson a few times. I don't know. There was I, one that was a bit of a meltdown. It was yeah, awesome though, but that's but, the... Right, yeah, uh, Russell Crowe I might have Russell, had. Russell Crowe. Yeah, I, I, I had Russell. I might have asked him about drinking and he goes, well, I don't drink that much or something like that. And I'm like, oh, well, sorry, Mr. Crowe. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> and, but by then you're like... Your brain's filling up, and yeah. no, I had uh, Chris Martin. I um at a press. I uh, know you, you as, as guys who have been in radio. You, it was like a um a a, junket. Yeah, the, no, it was. No. This was a big one. This was this was a Coldplay event that WPLJ was hosting at a, a venue called the China Club, which uh, you know, I don't know if it's still running. You know, a big sort of famous music venue and. Um, in, up in mid in Hell's Kitchen and it was a lunchtime event so listeners would come in, filled it and then every record executive in um, well, New York, which is essentially America, was in this room and other radio stations would come because radio stations invite other, they don't mind, it's you know an open book, come in and watch other radio executives, everyone's in there and I was hosting it with um, a real life DJ, she was a professional and I was the, you know, but I was the guy in the audience running around and was sort of co-hosting this event and um, I... I thought I've got to get something in. He, he was about to have their second child, Moses, I think. Yeah, Moses is the second child. He was about to have the baby. So I asked, I think Johnny on guitar, I said, Johnny, um, you, know, are you, you know, are you getting ready for the big you know, whiskey night you know, and get the cigars out and celebrate you know, the imminent arrival of Chris's new baby? I didn't even direct it to Chris. I went to Johnny yeah. and Johnny laughed. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, we, we'll drink some whiskey. We'll have a good time. And then Chris stopped it and goes, dude, that, that's personal you know um you you, um, you you can't ask questions like this and, th- yeah. and there's probably three or four hundred people in this room yeah. and i'm just like i'm gone i've gone this is a, this is the lowest point ever and i've just <laughs> you know, the blood comes from the bottom yeah. all the way up into your head and you you can feel the veins in your forehead right there's sweats going and I, I had nothing to say and then the co-host just picked it up and moved it on to the next thing and i'm like oh this is a bummer because if it was if it was a radio show or if it was your radio show, yeah. you could rectify it. Yeah. There was no rectifying, it just moved on. I said, I can't. And I've still got half an hour more of question time to go. Oh, no. I, so I had to make a comeback and I got it back on track by going, all right, Chris, you know, um, Mariah Carey, you know, last year you and Mar- Mariah Carey went head to head in the charts. I thought I'll get a music just for something. How do you feel when Mariah Carey's chasing you? And it was a typical red carpet yeah. question. And the imagery, if you can imagine Mariah Carey chasing Chris Martin down the street, he bit on that imagery because yeah. it could have went, he could have just went, no, yeah. I'm not talking to you. And he just went into this whole description of Mariah Carey's boobs just chasing him down <laughs> like Fifth Avenue. And it, and it was wonderful. And I'd, yeah. I'd got back on track. Yeah. But um, they're the moments where that I 
probably didn't enjoy, but it worked. But again, it, I put myself into a corner and got the best result where that sort of Q&A got picked up then and it was, you know, went around, you know, so, so that worked. What's yeah. the actual skill set, do you think, that you <laughs> gain from like, dude, like, if you were to translate it, do Josh you Josh loves to work out the I strategies and things, which well, is, it's a good I, I place to like, get you to think, it, right? Yes. But is it something, like, I'm wondering, is there moments in your <laughs> life where it's like, fuck, this is really, like, in this specific scenario... Yeah. I'm doing what I do with a microphone, but I don't have a microphone. Uh, great. Yeah, I think in the early days, trying to meet girls, that yeah. might have happened a lot. If that's not being recorded, there's no win, right? Because yeah. you just fail. You, know, you, have, you, you, you don't get a girl. You know? Bad luck tonight. You mates all got a girl. I'm, I'm still single. I'm trying. But, um, but yeah, in, in terms of, yeah, I... I I don't know because how would that work? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think. I think it's just in a microphone when it's when it's for, for me just having a chat. But then I've always had good chats in the pub and yeah. you know when you're talking to people or meeting people at a sports event or watching something or doing you know you know you, you're analysing if things go bad if yeah. you run into a crazy bunch of folks. So you talk to strangers a bit if yeah, you're I, if you're yeah. on a plane. Are you the yeah. type to yeah, engage not, no, with person? Funny, I think not so much anymore, but I was that yeah. guy. And I think just as I've got a bit older, I just want to yeah. you know, go to sleep and not engage anymore. Where, don't worry, I'm, I've just learned from you. You've yeah. inspired me. Maybe I should get back to chatting more. Because <laughs> well, I don't is, think I do. I think that that's like I say that I love people and I love having conversations, yeah. but at the same time, I can go fully weird where it's like, oh, I have a different persona yeah. when I'm sitting next to someone on a plane where I'm the guy who look, seems like I've, I don't like anyone and I'll just be like well, minding my own business. On that, on that point, what you say, that's really interesting because let's say the red carpet or a junket or wherever yeah. you're assigned to interview the movie star, before that even goes down, and my whole job in that interview, or we're all doing interviews, yeah. you know, we're all chatting, you know, we're all not. In that moment of the interview, when the interview gets there, and you know when you've done a good interview and, and everyone's been charming and they're nice and bad, and we've, we've really, everyone's won, right? Yeah. But in the lead up to that interview, I'm not necessarily winning when I'm talking to the publicist or their manager. I'm, I've always been proud of my small talk, but in those scenarios with the people around the star, I'm failing. So yeah. I've gone in the red carpets or where I'm trying to, hey, how you going? No, they don't even want to borrow me. They'll just walk straight by. You know, and then you're like, geez, how's this interview going to go? And then you go and do this amazing interview with the talent. And you're like, how can I nail the interview with the talent yet yet anyone around the machinery of who's brought that talent, I'm not managing to win over or create a moment or create – that's always fascinated me. Yeah. I don't know if that helps. Well, it's you. not for content, right? Like no. I think that what uh, can be hard right. is maybe – when like I, I've even seen it happen on YouTube where it's people have who have created <laughs> a living out of making content for their life and then you've, you come to a position where it's like, hang on, am I only doing this now in my life for content? Right. Whereas I think yeah. like you've got the advantage to maybe being able to separate those things a yeah, little bit. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Yeah. I, how the, how's the world going to end if everyone's just doing content? <laughs> yeah. well, there's, there's, we're in the middle a, of that. Yeah. Saying we talk about ABC, always be contenting, which yeah. is like everyone's looking for a moment to elevate yeah. the situation and, and because it's going to reap a uh, reward <laughs> so, with so, a so video or something. 15 years ago, that was radio, morning show or afternoon, yeah. breakfast show. That was hosts. Yeah, right? but now yeah. everyone, now, now my mum. Now the whole world <laughs> is yeah. doing that. Well, anyone can have a podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Everyone's looking Look for that. 
like, so look at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a joke, isn't it? No, it's fantastic. Like, we literally it? flew to New York for this. Yes, right. like, Mate, for you. a fucking podcast, it's great. Yeah. Well, how we get all, How does everyone talk to each other? Yeah. Oh, jeez, we're in the middle of something. You might have broken the. What, how, what are you like on social media? What's your I'm, strategy? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I post. I don't post enough. I'm a lazy poster. Where I based on what? Who's telling you to post more? I feel that. That's a great question. This is good because I, I feel that I'm not posting enough. You know, yeah. um, I should be posting more. For your you know? career? Yeah, for every, yeah, yeah, I think so. For, yeah. for what I'm doing or yeah. where I'm heading or that's a good good point. Or, or, or sh- yeah, if, should we not be posting for – what should we be posting? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Well, like, not for career but for fun, testing the – working yeah. the muscle. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, well, I think a lot of people are doing it so much to get the role or to land the right. the job, and so you're in the middle of it. Yep. And so I, I don't know. Sometimes we can see it's like I've had discussions with people who are really successful in their area and have that same thought of I need to be posting more. Yeah. But then the people who are posting more are going, I need the job. Mm. And so there's wow. this weird thing. It's like which direction do you take it? All right, this is good. But you, I mean, there's also this like, is now a social media coaching. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're very healthy. No, but you're right. There's a psychology to that. And and what's the yeah? What's the psych? What's the middle ground? You know. Um, yeah, and interesting. It's, it's also like interesting the mainstream media meeting social media because there's there's breakfast show hosts in Australia that have been number one in their time, mm. openly like yeah. up until five years ago, who would have a social media audience that's smaller than like the majority of the yeah. population. Yeah. So how, how does that work? Yeah. How does that, how does that well, work? Well, they don't work in radio anymore. Yeah. No, no, well, but that's oh, wow. a, the interesting right. thing is it becomes like you start yeah. to think about things like ratings and Nielsen yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It's like, well, how much does, you know, like what does, yeah, I mean, what are we counting? What is the, right. what's the the end game? What's the goal? And all, like, what, I think what they do are you counting think social media though. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I don't think my numbers are particularly high, but, you know, uh, I haven't got to a stage where people are going to, hire me or not hire me off the back of my numbers but i'm sure people executives need a measurement regardless if that's the right measurement or not yeah. right to media executives yeah. i'm not talking just radio for anything yeah you know? how many how much it. of your mind is business focused and thinking uh, about that? no uh i i i i, I think 50 50 yeah mm. yeah just i gotta create gotta get ahead gotta yeah. create gotta you know I, I do the radio show here i'm on cbs fm now but Outside that, I come to this office where we are now, and I, I will be thinking of trying to come up with a, yeah. a pitch or a you know what's the next pitch, what's the next thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we all want to get to a state where we're operating some sort of heightened heightened state. Yeah, and the heightened state comes when you're involved in making something. But then mm. being with you guys even now, and you know we, we've just sort of met each other and we've noticed each other's work, but. I'm going. You guys have created your heightened state yourselves. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you say? Well, I mean, it's that Seth Godin thing of picking yourself. And so the yep. thing is that, like, uh, you know, Tommy has done amazing stuff when it comes to presenting. He's done. He's gone. No, he's to, done great. He's I got him. He's the Casey yeah. Neistat of Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we, we didn't yes. get it on video. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but he, he, is, he does great stuff. <laughs> but the know, thing is, and, it, it's wonderful. He start, yeah. But he started off in the sort of old school. You know, being good mates with Jules Lund, who yep. did Getaway and all watching that sort Brad of thing. Blanks yeah. doing red carpets. But the thing is. You see that you see that journey, yeah. and it's like there is a um, yeah, there is something right now that's happening where it's like oh well, you can you don't have to worry, wait to be picked by the executive. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be picking it yourself. And the thing is that maybe the number the social media numbers isn't to sell in to then get the next job. Yeah. The, the numbers is the thing. The audience like that is your audience that, that your you're going to be them yeah. producing mm-hmm. for. Right? Yeah. No. No. I I I I totally agree. But then. 
then the other side of it is how do you get the I love the pick yourself and and and, and, and a lot of what I've done is essentially yeah. pick yourself yeah. exactly yeah. Mate, the blended in Cobram, yeah blended in, in New York City blended in to what I've done in exactly. the mainstream game but but then how, at the end of the day um, I'll, I'll give you an example I made a documentary earlier this year on Major League Baseball spring training. I loved it. And I went in for ESPN Australia, right? Cool. Um, not a big audience, but, yeah, they had the money to put it up and we went and made it. It was wonderful, wonderful experience. But if I had to pick myself for that, I probably wouldn't have got into the ch- the club rooms. I yeah, only exactly. got in, yeah. not of ESPN Australia, like ESPN initially. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, how do you get to Well, you leverage it. I think the thing is it's yeah. like – there's all different games, but you're sort of playing the same sort of thing. It's just like whatever the but, – but that outcome, that got to where you wanted to go, being picked or whatever. But the thing is, it's like I think that being in the different – if we had the experience that you had, we probably wouldn't have to do – like mm. we wouldn't be doing this, right? The only reason we're doing this yeah. is because we've got nothing else. Like <laughs> if we – yeah, that's the – But you're you making me laugh again because I love what you're doing yeah. and – I'd love to be going down the road of doing a daily podcast. Yeah. yeah. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's the thing is like it's radio people, funny. like it's YouTubers want to yeah. be on TV and yeah. TV stars want to be YouTubers. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so I think yeah. that it's this interesting world that we're in right now yeah. where it's a bit <laughs> fucking confusing. It is. It's yeah, it is. This is good. What, what do you think about? Like, do you think yeah. about this stuff that much? No, definitely. Yeah. I just think about how, you know, what's, what are my roadblocks? And it, yeah. maybe it's the wrong way to think. Maybe there's a lesson in changing thinking. You know, um, you know, when I say roadblocks, roadblocks to getting a, a project off the ground, getting, yeah. you know, drop it. You know, something where I, I love small town America, dropping myself into small town America, and I'd yeah. love to make a show in, uh, around that. But do I need Travel Channel to do that? Yeah. And now, as mm-hmm. as I'm going through it and learning more about sort of nonfiction programming, I, Travel Channel might probably is not the type of people to make the show I would want yeah. or the show that you guys know of my experience of the show I would probably end up making, yeah. which I hope would be funny and heartwarming and upbeat. Travel Channel wouldn't put that on because it wouldn't make sense in a 22-minute format. So I'm still learning all that. I think I'm just mm. sort of, you know, even though I've been here in New York for 18 years, I'm by no means figured any of this out. You know? mm. There's, um, we, we've spoken to a f- quite a few people who have been in, the, been in America and it's they have learnt things from the Americans that Australians don't have. Yeah. Is there anything that you know that the Australians have that the Americans don't have? Uh, yeah, yeah. in terms of, oh, I can only maybe speak from, let's start with radio point yeah. of view. I loved, um, and we'll go back because I, I, with Hamish and Andy, you know, the, the sense of mateship on the air was something that I, that I don't hear. There's friends, but there's usually a main guy and everyone rallies around the main guy. It's like yeah. an ensemble cast. And I'm a part of that now and it's, it works very well. I'm on with a legend, Scott Shannon, who Scott was part of Scott and Todd, and he went over now. So we all rally around him. But this whole equal mateship, the, the fact that mates, you'd still think they'd go out for a beer afterwards. There's a lot of put-together shows where they just put put together. Yeah. You know, I, but that happens I, John, in Australia. Like, the Australian Australia, thing, right. the thing in Australia is it's like you're – they appreciate mateship and they yep. want to get to mateship, but unfortunately what ends up happening <laughs> is it's this revolving door of trying to get these two people who yeah. aren't mates together right, yeah. trying to be well, I'm staying Tommy's uptown, Josh is staying yeah. downtown. <laughs> we actually don't like each other. Very good. Very good together, yeah, though. I'm out. When you hold microphones, mateship. But no, I think that that's... A, it's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think Australia appreciates it yeah. based on people like Hamish and Andy who have done a great mm. job. I think that the hard combination is that... In some regards, creativity 
in this sort of form can be I think it's hard to find other people yeah it's no, like it's, to be able to connect like could you imagine doing a duo what would a duo look no, like no I've, I've never gone yeah I don't know how it would work yeah. I'm not, so I, I think I've, I've probably got past that yeah I could do a fivesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be good at a fivesome. Some real was this, shit. Was this yeah. Josh's, Josh's flashback? What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> yeah. But a duo, yeah, it's right. I'll probably pass yeah. the point of yeah. the duo thing. But, Brad, but, Brad and Ben on the red yeah, carpet. Yeah, yeah. Would, would, yeah, it'd be a funny old... Um, but, but maybe that's something I'll have to, I'll, I will have to do. Sorry, Ben, out there, wherever you are one day when you become my co-host. Um, but in terms of you're saying more, um, what I what could I see more from Australia? Yeah, well, we I think with some of the things we've heard yeah. is like um, the like the, the, not the hustle, but there's just a real drive in here the US. In, America, in the US, yeah. and it's um, yeah. a bit different in Australia. Yeah, there's um, they want you to succeed here because I think once you can show them that you, I'm going to get back to an executives or the ad sales people within a radio station. Once they see that you're on the make and you are hustling for them, then you'll get caught up in that machinery, which is a good thing. And that's mm. pretty much my whole existence on with PLJ from 2000 to 2010 was I was good with sales and I knew that quickly that I had to give them an opportunity opportunity to sell me and sell me well when I was yeah. You know, even though I'm playing this complete, you wouldn't put, you wouldn't have me sell anything. But <laughs> you know, I'm just this goofy guy that you know um, that came to America on his own, which was so outside any of the people's worlds that I was working with. They couldn't understand a guy that would live in a backpacker's hostel, or yeah. you know, um, and and so. But then I had to then flip the switch and, and present to the salespeople and say, look, you know, I you know I can mm. be a good endorser of a product, and which will then yeah. give me money to eat. Yeah, what well, sort of integrations do you actually do? What oh, sort of stuff? Oh, back, oh, you know, get, you know, get a car, drive around okay, a car, yeah, you know, sure, like yeah, whatever, like or um, delivering Coca Cola. Yeah, it's back in back in then. Back really? In the, yeah, that's good. Back in the old, old, back in the O's, um, when radio was still sort of booming in New York, it was it was a free for all. AT and T, you know, the phone company sponsored me for like eight years, and I, I finally <laughs> they finally let me go after they I forgot that yeah, they sponsored yeah, I you. Think so because they finally <laughs> let like me go. Who's using up all this fucking data? Yeah, no, that, no, it was Chinese, the Beijing Olympics in two thousand and eight. Oh, so no. I got let, I got let go in the February following that. Because obviously, when you go, that was in August '08. But then they don't really get their own bill. I'm like, they should know my bill. They are AT and T. Like they so didn't get good. the bill. I didn't. See. Do you know what the bill was? Yeah, it was a twenty thousand dollar bill yeah. for that <laughs> quarter. <laughs> and then I got I got let go. I got the phone call as um yeah I got the phone call in two thousand and nine, and they wrapped me up. Actually By the sure. debt collectors? They, they, they just said that's it. No yeah, more we're not covering this yeah, bill. No, we're, we're not, bill. We're covering, yeah, they were covering pretty much everything, my existence. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was great because you know, there was great money. And What did and you have to do in return? I know, just mention them on the air. It was, it was just a mention. You know, yeah, and, um, Hard plugs or just, in, in, uh, just integrate in, them? In shows. Yeah, yeah, G'day, Russell Crowe, TNT. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I wouldn't mention them. It would be the hosts. Oh, so, yeah, they were doing your dirty yeah, work. Yeah, they were. That's right. <laughs> that's They're amazing. Good. Good. Yeah, don't worry. I, I figured that out. If you get the hosts to mention, that's even yeah. better than it, me. It also helps that yeah. you're six foot three. Yeah. You're, you're a big, tall yeah, big, Aussie bloke. Six five. Six five? Holy shit. Yeah, so even bigger and... You know more Frankenstein-like on red carpets, yeah. and um, to the extent I, I, I one video I did scare Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, which is probably my my most successful interview <laughs> on YouTube for the hits because I was crouching because it was most reporters are all small, <laughs> they're, they're beautiful petite female red carpet interviewers, and they're always next to me, and they don't really like me because I'm big and I get my the camera, and they they like me as a friendly guy, but they're like Brad, can you move? And I said this time I'm gonna 
I'll, I'll do my interview on my knees. So Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston turned up, and they're very tiny as well. Yeah. And as I'm interviewing them, like, you know, kind of like Dickie Knee on Hey Hey Saturday, <laughs> so I put my mic up. I'm like, this is, this is where have I come in my life? Like, but, but I'm going to get the bit. I'm going to get something out of this. Brad and, is, and is moving the microphone yeah, a lot, sorry. so when you hear oh, him in and yes. out, he's, yeah, he's me, just yeah, acting, like, <laughs> acting like Dickie Knee. Apologise. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I, I, um, I, Jennifer Aniston goes, can you please stand up? Like, what are you doing yeah, down there? Yeah. And I stood and I said, I'm going to pour a bit of gravy on this in yeah. my head. I'm thinking, I'm gonna, so I, I did it and I did it very methodically, kind of like Dracula would rise. Yeah. You know, and I did it like that in front of her and I kept going. I said, I'm going to go to my tippy toe. So I went to about six foot seven, slowly, slowly and like an elevator, just taking me up and her face, she just had this melt. She's going, oh my God, like this is crazy. And, this is on and, YouTube. And, this is on YouTube. So you can check it out. Go to Brad Blanks is my YouTube yeah. channel. You can see this. And Adam Sandler's in shock. He, he's like, oh my God, you're scaring Addison. Yeah, and, um, so, so yeah, I am a big beast, which I think, um, which adds to the, probably this this guy that's you know sitting there trying mm. to get you know a bit or a, a chat with someone on a red carpet. Yeah. I reckon there's mm. been people that have come to America that have hammed it up, that have just tried to be you because I think you are that Aussie, like you right. got an Aussie accent. You're big. And yeah. and you're yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hope. I, thank you, anyone. If you came out there and you if you failed, I apologise. <laughs> yeah, um, it was me. It, I failed. It, it, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's it's more like um, look. I just wanted to. I just wanted to chat that no one else was having. Everyone's trying to do. You know, um, it's funny. Even the, when I hear red carpet report, I'm like, well, I didn't set out to be a red. I was just trying to create essentially right before any. Like, video. It was all just trying to create a radio bit yeah. that I could then take the the. The, the goal was just the audio. As long as I can take the audio into the radio station the next morning, I know me and whoever, what show I'm on, Scott and Todd back then or Hamish and Andy or still Scott now uh, or I'm on a station in Minneapolis, KQRS, and as long as I can tell the story leading in that interview and, and that's where if it's a 50-second bit, if I've got five minutes of banter yeah. Yeah. or five minutes of reaction from the host going, that sucked or, geez, you screwed that up or this, then I've done my... Deed. There's That's, something yeah. so therapeutic in you just saying, if I just, all I need is the audio. Do you think that things have changed now where it's like, you don't just have to have the fucking audio. You need to be making sure <laughs> yeah. the GoPro's on yeah. and that you're getting yes. all the different angles and that you need, we're shooting vertical and horizontal because we want <laughs> oh, it to be no. Insta stories. Are you feeling that pressure? Yeah, uh, on, on, I, yes, because it gets it back to that when you ask me, are you thinking of business? So I'm thinking of business. Not yeah. that I'm sort of, um, not that my videos are getting the traction they should, but I have this amazing, I'm not giving up the fact that I could reinvent those archives. Like yeah. I've been filming myself since 2006. And I, I'd only say a portion of it goes on YouTube. And um, and, and you guys, as my social media uh, gurus, you'd go in there and go, Brad, your consistency's sucking. <laughs> you know, you're putting up one a month and then you're going to rush a blood and you'll put it up every one of every five days or... Um, so I'm not very good on that, but yeah, I, the video I added the video in 06 and I used a little handheld camera that I bought at Tullamarine Airport in 2001. On the way here. On the way here. <laughs> <laughs> and I used it in 2006 up until I might have I might have used it. Did you up, go PAL or NTSC? No, what that was so PAL's the Aussie, right? Yeah. 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 So it was yeah. PAL for yeah. the first year, <laughs> and then on the morning of the big Spider-Man uh, two red carpet, I think it was yeah, I think it's May. Let's say May thirteenth, two thousand and seven. My camera broke. I'm like, oh shit! 
what what am I going to do? Been so, like a mini DV. Uh, yeah, or so I, it was a mini DV. Oh, using tapes. Tapes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I run down to B and H, and I just say, mate, I just I got I got a big red carpet tonight, Spider Man. They obviously didn't believe me, and you know, I was like, I'm trying to big note myself, and I got to buy a camera. So I bought the. They got me another little mini DV camera, so it's NTSC then. Yeah, so yeah, good, yeah. I finally yeah. made it in yeah, America, perfect. and um, I take that, and I go on the red carpet, and I managed to get it working, and it, and it came out great. And I used that camera for five years to the extent that it got to a stage where people were belittling me for the size of my camera. <laughs> yeah, um, they were equating it to the size of my manhood, and and and, and, and that that turned into the bit. Yeah, you know, that's like so well, it's part of the good. character. That's, that's like right. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the. Um, it, advantage in a lot of ways too because you're on a red carpet you can have especially the sort of old eng style cameras on the shoulder versus when someone comes up to you and you've got this little fucking camera people can sort of relax (laughs) right right. yeah did you did you notice that can you actually visually see that yeah people like people like the banter like um what's his name jeremy piven he ever there was a stage every year i'd be interviewing for entourage and you just remember the little camera and i'd be placed uh that was hbo so i had a good i had a good uh relationship with hbo so they'd put me in a good spot you know the camera made me move up the red carpet so i was going up in, what makes a good spot. relationship, by the way, with, oh, with the, a, say, with the uh, uh, studio? No, them actually knowing that I get the coverage for them. Okay, and that sure. it's in a, that, And even even to the next level, they know it's a, a bit. So yeah. a bit, bit gives them, you know, they... Comfort in that you're not actually amateur hour, but no, it's a but, bit... And it's going to go on a big... And it's going to yeah. be a, a, a something funny that's going to yeah. show their star and their show in a good light. Yeah, Do, you, yeah you know, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, again... And there's a virality to it, it as well, that, which is like, if you can bring out something... Br- you know, different. That then you're in, and exactly, but not everyone gets that. Like yeah. that's, I always found the best two that I ever worked with who got that were HBO yeah. and Playboy. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> work Playboy magazine. Yeah. Um, but I'd stand in there and I'd be in the middle of massive cameras, and there'd be my little camera and my guy who was essentially like a accountant friend of mine who I'd you know um, buy him some beers afterwards to hold the camera, <laughs> and he'd turn up. And then then in 2012, I got a Sony, which is a little bit bigger. Yeah. But every time I from adding the camera um, to getting the camera bigger, my positions on the red carpet would move up. And the celebrity, when I added the camera, it was a game changer. So I had four years of just doing radio interviews. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like an old school 1950s radio reporter. Yeah, awesome. and, and then by adding the camera, the stars would just, I, I felt their radio performance was better when a camera was on them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, anyway. makes sense. I yeah. remember seeing a red carpet where there was a journalist from a paper who literally had a notepad and pen. Yeah. Do you still see still that? There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like an actual of, yep. legit way yeah, of yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of them now just have even those little, just the hard drive Recorder, recorders. Yeah. Or mostly iPhones now. But I'm, I'd am always look at them and my brain kicks in and go, why don't they just have a friend standing over their shoulder yeah. with a little iPhone? Mm. There's just so much good stuff they're yeah. getting and they're not using it. Even if it's just straight questions and yeah. not trying to get a laugh or whatever, it's still good stuff. I once and handed a publicist yeah. the camera yes. and she filmed it for yeah. me yeah. and I got yeah. a good video That's out That's right. No, every, like, I've been in so many scenarios where I'll take a camera and I'll say, can you just hold it for me? And just and they have no idea what they're doing, but they still get it. And the whole time I'm, I'm looking, I've seen, I've had given it to strangers and the camera starts viewing over and I'll be interviewing <laughs> like Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, them, yeah. On, well, them. on them, a lot of noddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not relying. You're relying on the content, not the production value that's of right. the content. Oh, definitely, and yeah. and, 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 and that's, the, that's the production sure. value yep. plays into the content as well, which that's, is yeah, brilliant. For sure, for sure. Which is part yep. of the the whole bit. It's sort of like you think about mockumentary style, yeah. or sh- you think yep. about the office stuff, and yeah. fucking crashes. Did, did you yep. think that, or no, did you just 
that was happening. No, no. I've got I, no idea. Here's a camera. Yeah, oh. I never let it become. Look, at the end of the day, I, I, video wasn't wasn't going to be a worry. I was doing the video for the sake of doing the video and I could put it on YouTube mm. back when YouTube was just starting. I guess it was 06, 07, 08. But it was more, um, I still had to get the audio. So if they even screwed that up, the, the audio is going to be, the audio is still going to be the yes. essence. Yes. Is, is going to be the good stuff. So as long as the audio was good, it didn't matter. But then these other things were coming in with the video yeah. aspect that were yeah. making it funnier or, you know, you weirder know, or crazier, you, yeah. You know, you mentioned um, you know people describing you as a, a celebrity reporter or yeah. whatever it is. There, there seems to be a trend at the moment, especially with tech companies, where they don't just describe what they <laughs> do. They have sort of a grandiose yeah. vision, you know, changing the world. Or yeah. Facebook, um, <laughs> I was reading an article the other day. They, they, there was an executive that was saying why Facebook was better than all the other companies and all that sort of thing. And it was basically that was... Facebook was saying, we're not doing it for the money. You're right. That's good. <laughs> that's what they're saying. Yeah. Facebook, they're, they're we're not doing it for the money. Yeah, they're doing it for, catch, <laughs> for, connecting, for connecting people. Yeah. So they're saying, you know, like, uh, you know, Google, Amazon, all that sort of thing. They're all about, like, getting things to you quicker yeah. or, you know, yeah. whereas, you know, Facebook's all about the people. What Mark's is, been saying that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it, we're trying to connect everyone in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it is and that. get all your information. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. do you, what is your, um, that sort of grandiose view? If you're of, not sort of a celebrity, reporter yeah. uh, what is that top line great, great yeah great 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 question yeah because I don't I know that's what I do the celebrity reporter but yeah. and you'd have to know me well or listen to my stuff well to know that I'm not yeah you know um, that but that's hard in this world we're only looking at people briefly yeah so. absolutely but it, it's it, Brad uh, Blanks not yeah. doing it for the money no, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 that's right um I I think I I, I just think I'm trying to I'm trying to create moments. I'm trying to create good moments with people. Mm. I'm trying to, you know, up, I'm trying to get a reaction out of someone that's a good-natured reaction that's fun, a bit cheeky, mm. but up, and 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 then seeing if I can get to the get get in, in inside their heads a bit more through a laugh. Not, you know, not not trying to go too deep with them, but I'm trying to find a bit of truth in you know them them creating something that's funny. If you're going to put it down to that one-minute moment that I get with a celebrity or be it a, even if I go and do man on the street I'm only getting two minutes or three minutes of a person talking about current affairs or topic of the day or whatever but I'm trying to get them to delve deep I don't know I'm, I know yeah. I'm waffling on there no, no, so it wasn't my like phrase but, but I'm do you like, ever veer off have you ever had moments where it's like you've done a project and it's like yeah. actually this wasn't about the moment here or this was maybe a bit nasty or this wasn't uh, or not feeling good about it yeah this is good in Will Smith of, there yeah. was a, a red carpet and the dude kissed Will Smith yeah, that's and Will Smith punched him in the face or yeah. slapped him. He yeah, slapped that, him. No, that had never. That's, but that's like take. That's him doing trying to get a moment. The, the guy. Yeah, that's never what I've tried to do. Never kiss Will Smith. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to kiss Will Smith. Me what too. a legend! Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, um, but I, I'd never, never. No, I, I, I wasn't trying to get. I was never trying to be punchlines. Yeah. Ne- but did you ever have that moment? Because I've had the sinking moment over the years where it's like you've done yeah, yeah, something yeah, out of yeah. thinking that you're doing it for the right yeah. thing, or you have a moment where you haven't, like, yeah. oh, or the yeah, intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, I still had to. You know, being on a morning show when you're the sidekick. Uh, a breakfast show sidekick, you still got to do stunts. Yeah. You know, and, and I did a good job of never, of, of staying clear of stunts as long as I could. And, um, what would be an example of a well, stunt? Well, um, all right. Jesus, this is the, cra- the crazy things and the stunts were, 
It's a crazy successful, but I'll give you a reminder. Um, I had to do a triathlon through New Jersey. The triathlon was a, a BMX bike, a scooter, and then finished with a run. So it was seven miles each leg, and I was dressed as Elmo. <laughs> and um, and it was uh, the scooter portion was going up a massive hill and down a hill on a highway. Yeah. And... Um, and the show started, so um, one host was in the studio, the other host was in a car following me <laughs> and, and doing live play-by-plays as I was dressed as Elmo going through some pretty wild neighbourhoods in Jersey. Uh, 21 miles, you're covering everything, you know, yeah. bad neighbourhoods, beautiful neighbourhoods, everything. And um, as I'm going through there, uh, people would come out to the road. It was like Forrest Gump and cheer me, you know, and this is great. There's Elmo and kids were coming out because so they hearing it on the radio. So... So the whole time I'm hating it, but I was giving them, you know, um, I'm giving people special moments. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, geez, this sucks. You it's sound like, like a worst. jester or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it was a jester. It was the yeah. worst. It was terrible, but yeah. it was turning into great radio. Yeah. And um, the whole time, I'm, and I'm in pain. I was yeah. like, can I die here? When I started running, it was like a Hessian suit. Yeah. And when I was running the final seven miles of the fiberglass Elmo head bouncing on my oh, no. clavicle. Yeah, was that clavicle? The collarbone yeah, yeah. or whatever? Cl- yeah, collarbone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is, this is hell. And then it finished. I... I that was something to not be yeah. proud of, but but to change. So you didn't it. feel good about it. No, I don't know. No, it was it was, it was not demoralised because you, you, you gave people moments. It was, but it was, it was a, a great moment. Sacrifice, so it, it, like, it was sacrificed you. Yeah, it was hard work, but I know it was epic, yeah. and I know even telling that story now it was an epic story. Yeah. So I'm proud of the story in the end, but going through it was. So what's you know, the filter then? If so, if then you know the stations like we want to do this thing. If it's an awesome moment and you got that thing out of it, yeah. what I find hard to gauge is it's like. What's the difference between a good like? Where's yeah. the line? I, I don't know. I, the fact that I only had to do maybe one a year, yeah. that was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I know it was like that old. Uh, what, what was it? Didn't Matt Damon say the whole thing? You got to do the blockbuster so you get to make your own movie. You yeah, know, you sure. Get to make your independent. Yeah. So that was you, sort of. There was me, so I could go out because I still love going yeah. out and interviewing selling famous people, selling out a little bit. Yeah, you're selling out to do a stuff. Well, at least you, at least you in disguise. Yeah, in disguise. <laughs> that's right. But then I had to dress up as Hannah Montana, which is sort of, <laughs> you can sort of see my see yeah, face. Yeah, see my face with fishnets and 10-inch heels and I ran 10 miles. And the good thing oh, I learned really? about it for, you know, I've lost a bit of weight since those days, but I was a big, bigger boy. And you could do and, 10 and, miles Yeah, and I, I had a lot of stamina and, and I did 10 miles in, um, you know, uh, massive, um, yeah, boots that I bought down on St. Mark's Place, you know, silver boots. I've still got them. They give me shudders when I get, pull them out of my... Um, In fact, yeah, he's wearing yeah, them. wearing them now. They're beautiful silver, but, but that was a hard one. I did 10 miles and again, people came out and rallied around me, you know, and police would give us police escorts. Yeah, wow. That, that's absurd. But, but on the one that maybe I might might have felt bad, yeah. it was... Um, or regret, uh, is regret, it? Not a regret, no, because again, I, what a, what a, I'm not <laughs> great story. I feel he's bad at the time. You, yeah. I feel really bad. Content but I'm like, scum, the highest yeah, content. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we call, we call it all for content. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very good to you, have I? Because you asked me quite a very powerful question there, but everything I've given you, was, which, were de- which were bad moments of my <laughs> career, they actually turned out to be highlights. So let's... <laughs> <laughs> we can analyze that later. Um, but this one was they. I'd been here one week. I was full time, so I did an eighteen month of you know uh, lobbying to get the job, and they eventually brought me over October twentieth, two thousand and one. And we know that um, September eleven happened, so it's like five weeks after September eleven. Um, the city's yeah, you know, the city was actually quite cheerful. Everyone would look you in the eye, and they were in a sort of rejuvenation stage of life, and. Um, 
Everyone was coming together. Um, but it was Halloween week and they said, Brad, we're going to send you to Hillary Clinton's house in Chappaqua and you're going to trick and trick or treat. Um, and so it became a bit leading up to the moment. Um, and I'm be like, oh, you're sure? You're sure? But I'd only been there a week. If I don't do it, yeah. I'm fired, right? Um, so they said, and we're going to dress you up as Monica Lewinsky. Oh. So they, they put me in the blue dress. They put the red beret on me. You know, um, I'm just wearing sneakers. <laughs> and um, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm just, it's just me and an intern from the promotions <laughs> department. Not, not even a, you know, a lovely guy who are great friends with him now. Um, I was great friends with him then because I think I just met him that morning at 5 a.m. when we got into the, the pink PLJ yeah. van. You know, do, well, how do you feel in the moment? <laughs> oh, no, terrible. That was like, I've been here a week and all I want to do is. You know, interview bits, yeah, because that's yeah. at that stage, that's what was my skill. I thought, mm. you know, interviewing people and audio and bringing, you know, going out and getting audio around an event or a story, and then bringing the audio back mm. in. That and, was what and I, now you're in a dress. Now, yeah, 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 they want me to blue dress. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. I don't have a visa. Like I've got a just a holiday Tourist visa at this yeah, stage. Right, Tourist, yeah. I'm on the three month visa in yeah. and out. I'm like, and that and the night before the nation had got, got put on. Um, yeah, the nation got put on high alert. They they have an alert thing that they just sort of invented after nine yeah. eleven. It's if called it a blue dress alert. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Very good. And yeah, I was at the blue dress. They put it, and, and I remember the speech. George Bush goes, "We are now in a high alert stage. You know, yeah. for anything that could happen. So be you know be on high alert." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this is what's going to happen. I could get deported." Yeah. Yeah. Worst thing is, I get arrested, yeah. and then I'm done. Mm. Yeah, because I'm just done, right? Yeah, but but there's too much to even worry about. It's I, I, then you kick in because you still got to get the bit. Mm, <laughs> you still yeah. got to do the bit. You know? So we get up there and the first stop is we knew that Bill Clinton would drink at the Starbucks there every day. So straight to the Starbucks and I walk in there and um, I'm interviewing people live on the radio. In your um, blue dress? In my blue dress. And they're all laughing, the staff and yeah. that. And I'm like, if Bill walks in here, what do I do? You yeah. know, like, Luckily, he didn't Well, we know in. what you do. Take him in your cupboard. Woof, woof. I think that's a woof, woof moment. Yeah, that's right. That would be a very passionate moment, wouldn't yeah. it? And then um, I walk out. I get it. I get back into the PLJ van. The whole town knows that yeah. the PLJ van and we're there. So people are probably tuning in. And I'm live on the air as I'm driving. You know, I've got it. So I don't really know where Hillary lives, but I'm going to find the house. I get pulled over by the cops. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm done here. So the cop pulls me over and he just won't stand. He doesn't get out. He just stops us and he's yelling through his window to us. Um, How close were you to their house, do you think? Uh, Had you hit sort of a point, do you think, where you'd gotten so close? Well, I don't know if I was close. No, I I don't know. I pull over and the guy goes, "Um, I've been listening to this on the radio and it was the chief of Chappaqua Police. I said, oh, oh, yeah, hey, oh, how you doing? We're just having a bit of fun. He goes, "Um, I'll show you where the Clintons live. That's and I amazing. Went, this is unbelievable. He goes, so follow me. So he and I and I said, but why would you do this? Yeah. He goes, we don't really like them around here. Like he said wow. that, and I went, wow. Oh, all right. Well, this is politically charged. And he, yeah. we followed him, and he drove us in. It was a, a court, like kind of like the neighbours' court. Yeah, you know, yeah, on, yeah. on neighbours. So we drive into the court. Good Australian reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good. Or English, a, cul-de- a cul-de-sac, <laughs> they call it here, into the cul-de-sac. And he just gave us a wave and drove out. And we stopped. We pull up outside the. Outside the Clinton house, it's a big, white, beautiful, you know, typical Americana, you know, um, older house. And um, I'm on the on live on the radio, and I get out. And Did I, you say on there that the police? I told the whole story. Given, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah, loved right. it. I was great. Yeah, yeah. Told all that. I get out, and the interns like, "What are we doing here?" I said, "I don't want to do it here." And I'm like, "I'm rock bottom there. I'm like, this yeah. is it. I got nothing to lose." 
So um, I get out, I walk up, and then the two secret service agents come to the side of the the, gu- the gutter, and they pretty much say you can't walk. Yeah, you because know, these guys wanted me to ring yeah. the bell yeah. and yeah. trick or treat. Yeah, you know? and the guys go, "If you step on here, you yeah, you you're, yeah. you're done pretty yeah. much." And so I stood in the gutter doing the live report, yeah. and because the, the guy the week before who did your <laughs> job got shot, yeah, yeah, shot in the head. head. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm they're on a high alert. This is the former yeah. president, only from like a year and a half yeah. ago. Wow. Wouldn't there be snipers? Or, but yeah. no, I don't think there were. There did was the, no snipers. Or did the Secret Service? Yeah. No, People fine, know they who you were. No, they, they, uh, hey, Monica, come yeah, this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Come, that, that, no one said anything yeah. and um, walked out, and a limo did come out of the back. A limo came out, so I'm like, oh, bro, that that would have broke that broke my heart. That I've, heart that if Hillary's in the back and there's yeah. this prick from you know typical you know morning radio, mm. you know uh, that I went, what an asshole. Yeah, you know, like, do you think with you know, the times now that wouldn't be able that, to do that stunt wouldn't be done? Wouldn't be done. No, it, no. It for be. what reason? Uh I think there'd be too much well insurance issues. Like, you know, my guys just didn't care, which, again, it worked because I'm getting to tell you this story and people amazed at the the, the balls on me pulling this off. Yeah. It was, and it, that's a and you could see them too. We have the you're right, yeah. It's a wonderful story. I wouldn't know, you know, so I thank them for putting me up to it. But, yeah, you couldn't do it now. You know, I think the whole, that whole game's changed now. I mean... It, Have your it, sensitivities changed in, in terms of what you say? When uh, you ask people, yeah, have you noticed sure. it even? Yeah, if you, if, you, if you want to switch into that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. From my, um, a lot of my... A lot of my I used to be racist. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> no, I, no, a lot of my shtick was to flirt with a beautiful woman or, yeah. you know, and, and I, you know, you wouldn't do that now. But then, but I, I, my stuff was never... Misogynistic, or yeah, you see all these. They had a big red red carpet campaign at the Oscars maybe eighteen months ago, where uh, people would only ask females about their dresses and mm. that. I was never asking about dresses, <laughs> and if I was, it was a piss take for them to know that I was sort of yeah. when you were wearing your blue dress. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. What dress? Because you, you know, what do you yeah. think of my dress? Yeah, exactly. But but you definitely yeah you, you got to think about the sign of the times and but but I, I never thought that there was anything I was doing anything culturally insensitive yeah. if anything the cultural insensitivity I was trying to get them to be culturally insensitive against me yeah. as this big buffed sort of overweight sweating Australia Australian guy who couldn't really fit into a suit who shouldn't be on a red carpet I wanted them to to smash me, you were, know, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> were you ever worried about, like, you look amazing now. You've lost, like, a bunch of weight. Yeah. And I've gone through a similar... I used to be 120 kilos. Oh, wow. And Very so... And did you have the beautiful yeah, producer yeah, I did, there, exactly. the beautiful girlfriend? Yeah, you exactly. did. Yeah. She's been with you for the whole time. This yeah, is exactly. wonderful. I know, <laughs> 10 years. Oh, what a woman. This is... Yeah, so it's just like, she invested early. That's it's what I exactly. tell my wife. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. you invested early, darling. She invested yeah. in Apple in, yeah, you know, right. 2000. That's right. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, what were you ever concerned about the you know your image changing and then potentially your persona having to yeah, adjust? Yeah, that's, yeah yes, yeah. I, I think yeah. It's a good yeah. fucking excuse to yeah. keep eating cake. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. No, it, it changed. Well, one thing I did notice is that that uh, movie stars aren't very nice to fat people. Yeah, you summed up pretty quickly in that. Well, mi- mate, they're just <laughs> jealous that they can't eat all the cake. All the cake they can. That's right. They're like yeah, that bastard. Like, yeah. yeah. No, it was uh, definitely, and then. <laughs> it's funny even thinking that I can I can get a rapport going qu- quicker. Mm. <laughs> Back then, it took me thirty seconds to get them on track to know that the bit was going on. Whereas now, I can get the bit yeah. happening. Yeah, definitely. There's because we're, we're in a we're in a game of 
instantaneous moments, aren't we? You yeah, know, we're trying to capture something. That's so you think being, so good, yeah. looking slimmer, you're yeah. able to engage quicker, quicker. with them. Engage, yeah, yeah. connect, any um, connect, which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. Ricky Gervais, have you into? Yeah, yeah. Well, spoken Ricky to him? Gervais is a great example because you pulled it, a Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Ricky, Ricky. No, Ricky called me. He was so enamoured with the size of my head for so long, and my yeah. head shrunk a little bit. Yeah. So it's going to be. We haven't seen him since the head shrunk a little bit. Yeah. So that'll be quite exciting. Have you noticed yeah. going through customs because of <laughs> my weight loss? <laughs> even just going through um, New York through customs yesterday. I got asked, oh, have you lost flattering. some weight? That's lost some on weight. your photo, how, yeah. when did you have your Because I had my photo from 2011. Wow. So I was like, oh, peak, I've got to see this. Peak, yeah. peak weight. So you, got, you don't know this part of the relationship? Well, no, well I, I didn't know Josh when he was at the height of his. Here we go. Wow. My passport's here. It's not the height, it's the at the width of his. Um, <laughs> so there, there's my passport oh, from wow. 2011. Totally different, dude. So, so I look still, a little bit. Still yeah. a nice looking fella, though. Yeah. But, you know, you crazy neck beard. Like my neck beard definitely adds a little bit of weight. Wow. But um, yeah, no, it's funny. So, do you get? Have you had any of those moments? Have losing weight? Have you even, you know, going through customs or anything? Yeah, you know, I've had. Yeah, I've had those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, 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 that whole thing's a funny one. You Mm. know, um, yeah, it's definitely people taking more seriously. Yeah. yeah. Do you get worried that you take yourself? Do you get worried that you take like that almost that you're? Because I know that I've (laughs) I've I've had my own issues in the sense of like you know it when you get everyone complimenting you it's a bit of a it's it's a bit fucked because you start saying well what. Was, what did everyone think beforehand? And oh, then we know not what only, they thought. Not, <laughs> only do, not only was it what it because everyone's yeah. like, oh my god, you look so good. Like yeah. fuck, how yeah, bad yeah, yeah, were yeah. you back That's then? Right. Yeah. So then yep. it plays into the self-esteem of like, well, I can never get back. If I no. ever get back there, I'm yeah. gonna be oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. person that everyone thought yeah, I was. There's a, there's a whole thesis in what you're saying. Yeah. That, yeah, but a lot of issues was for a lot of people were avoiding me, eye contact, and chatting, or even the ones that never said anything were another worry because. Yeah. It's taken six months to go to me. Oh, I thought you might have lost a testicle or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, the can- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The other oh, side, really. Of it. Well, once yeah. you get like, yeah, especially like, um, which was fascinating. Yeah. Well, it was more about others than yeah. Than so any, uh, what, any actual, uh, you know, like well done from any big celebrities. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of. Definitely got well done. He's, he's yeah. put together a montage. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Well, it's funny with montages. You know, uh, you know, as a video man, Tom, you, you, you'd look at all your, um, you know, my, all my montages are all of me as a fat bastard, yeah. and they kind of work out pretty good. But I'm like, wow, that's kind of not, not me now. You know, I've got a great video of Oprah giving me advice you know and um but isn't that interesting that you say you're not saying it's not what i look like now you said it's 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 not me now oh and so i think this is very good i'm waiting to start crying do you feel do do you feel a detachment to your past self yeah for sure and and um yeah, because I think that the other thing too is like I know that I can get into the negative self-talk but also talk about others where it's like, you know, being overweight, you know, lazy or you need to exercise or you've got no self-control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you reconciling all that in oh, your head? Uh, it gets, it, it's funny because it gets back to um, – f- from. I hope I, my answer makes sense to what you were looking for, but it's more getting up and just what, it's striking ahead of me what's in the day, mm. like like what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to do. Yeah. So day to day, which is pretty much how I started my the radio career uh, 18 years ago. Everything was day to day. And so if I can get back to that day to day, even in the career, is still important. So you, the loss of weight is reconciling it is, it's a day-to-day thing. Just keep mm. keep it going, keep it going. Moment, small momentum, and I think 
as I'm going back to radio and the media and whatever, it, it, I lose sight of that day-to-day thing because you're always looking because you've 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 got you've created this great history on radio or in media or videos or whatever. I'm I'm thinking I need a bigger the next big thing. Yeah. Whereas you kind of you just need your patience and to keep little chipping away at little momentum things. Has it been you yeah. like lifting so, so weights? So I've given you a bit of a parallel no, but, there. No, but yeah. I think it's yeah. interesting. No, Does that make sense? Did yeah, it make a little absolutely. bit of sense? Well, because I think it's like, okay, I've lost the weight now. Like uh, Tommy talks about this a lot with me. It's like, oh, well, like now you got to lift. you got to lift. Like do you feel the oh, pressure the, the of like weight lift, lift weight? Yes. Lift weight. Yes. You need so what what was the like, tipping point for yeah. you? Oh, no, I woke up last, uh, yeah, uh, January 1st last year and I just said, all right, New Year's resolution. Let's let's do the no sugar, no beer thing for January. You actually did it, a New Year's resolution. Only boy yeah. who's ever stuck yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That's New the right, right, there you go. Well, and I did it with no beer for January. I, I love beer. Yeah. and um, It's windy here. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and, then, and then I went, yeah, January. And then uh, February 1st went back on them, but not not much. A couple of beers here and there. and um, and um But it was the sugar. And look, my thing was I'd love, you know, I'd love, I'd love pizza. I'd eat the whole pizza. Yeah. Or I'd sneak a whole pizza or... I just love being full. Fuck, sneaking a whole pizza is hard work. Yeah, not, you're hang on, hang on, hang on. There's something here. Josh has told me about feeling full. Can you please elaborate on your... Because you just said it then. No, well, I loved I, feeling full. Yeah, I love the feeling of like... It, I get it from Mexico. There's certain cuisines I can get it from, like Mexican, Mexican? Well, like yeah, nachos. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking like Tex-Mex yeah, sort of stuff. I, I was always good at never going... No, but nachos was a killer. Remember when nachos hit us in the late 90s in <laughs> yes, Australian yeah, pubs yeah, yeah. and whatever? We, and every table would have nachos on them. They'd be, they were epic. And I'm like... Gee, Australians are really good at making nachos. It's like Planet it's a, it's Hollywood. An entree, Planet Hollywood um, dis- it's a main disguise as an entree. Exactly, you've yeah. nailed it. And I would smash those. It's in actually the 90s not a food <laughs> set up <laughs> as an entree. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like it's corn it's, chips. You're, yeah. you're eating a snack. It's a, it's, it's a, a main snack. disguise as an entree, but then yeah. disguised as a bar snack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you'd knock one off yeah. And you'd go How did I do that <laughs> and, you, and your poor mate That you're sharing it with Would get four <laughs> yeah. and, that's, You and know you, the thing is yeah, yeah That's the fucked up bit The fucked yeah, up bit yeah. is that There's this preconceived idea That we're all sharing But we're not no. well, that, that gets back to it. This could be a very Aussie moment too This yeah. gets back to it, The early days of fish and chips When you can yeah. get a dollar's worth of chips And you'd get them after school yeah. And you'd go down to the fish and chip shop Play pinball machines Or whatever And you'd get your dollar's worth of chips And then it would be it, my good friends, there'd be four of us around a table and we would fight to the death to get our chips. <laughs> like seagulls. Down to that last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. seagulls with the barbecue sauce, yeah, black yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 that, and that, I think that's where it started, yeah. my love of being full. And so where, yeah. are, where are you now? Because I, um, I can definitely feel well, he's that. he's ripped and rock hard. No, that's no, where no, he is no, right no, now. No, 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 still blubbery. But yeah. it's, <laughs> that's where I feel like I'm in that constant blubbery fact. Like I feel yeah. like I'm always yeah, but like, are I've you? got more to do. Because I don't think you are. You don't look blubbery. Well, you know, early 40s, you know, dad bod. You know, we're still going, aren't we, Josh? We're still going. I think the, the sad thing is I'm I'm 28 and have a dad pod and I don't have a kid. <laughs> right. yeah, well. I think the challenge for both of you is to lose what that yeah. talk because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yep. both looking great and you're yeah. both in good shape. So it's like, at what point does that shift? Because re- I've known dudes who are bodybuilders that think they look fucking shit ass. All right, and they're, that's just mental. And so, so I, I like on the talk or the self talk, and you mess yourself. Yeah. Isn't that always going to en- enrapture? People that are in well, not, it happens to everyone. Don't get me wrong, but uh, us folks in media, because we're mm. always we're yeah. coaching ourselves yeah. along, be it to lose weight or be it to do a good bid on the radio or to to make a good video, aren't we always self 
Absolutely. Yeah. Critical, which is silly. But also, like, being able yeah. to get filmed at the red carpet and not hate the way it looks, right? Like, that yeah. would be another... Were you like, thinking that? No, no, no. I've never... I, I never had a vanity issue. He thought he issue. was ripped. No, no. <laughs> but I've never had the vanity issue, which... But does the vanity yeah. come with losing weight? Does maybe. everyone saying... Well, I said you recently. That to, that's not vanity. That gets back to that, oh, shit, if I fall off the wagon again, I'm going to be yeah. shoveling pizzas at a kid's birthday party yeah, in my yeah, mouth yeah. without anyone seeing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to do that again. Oh, I reckon you're onto something, Josh, because I've said when I... I've been in my best shape. I've looked in the mirror more. Yeah, but then right. when I've stopped, I haven't looked. But I haven't thought, no, nah, I'm not going to look because, but it's just like I switch into this a bit vain mode when I've started lifting more. Yeah. Wow. So, you, all right. But have the you, lifting's good for you, though. The lifting's great yeah, for me. So you it's turn a, off the, yeah, the, you don't, the, mate. You just going to have ads and look in the mirror all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you learned? Like, having met, you know, what you could describe as the biggest egos in the world, you know, Hollywood and all yeah. that sort of thing. What have don't you, talk about Tom Cruise like that. What have you learned? I love him. I love him. these fans. What have you learned about ego? And what have you yeah. learned about maybe interacting day to day? And that's, we spoke, spoke about status earlier. Yep. You know, how do you, how has seeing how you interact with them and how they yep. interact with you how's that changed how you interact with people? Uh, well, losing weight or just no, over in the general? Years? Oh, in general, general. Right. good, good, good. Yeah, over the um, you know no, uh, with ego and a lot of my thing my interviews and to get them to stay is based around ego, isn't it? Mm. To get them, I need to give them an opportunity to want to stay yeah. with me, and maybe at the beginning it was playing to their ego to get them to stay, but then mm. I'm. I think every one, every one of those stars is different because they don't really want to be on that red carpet yeah. or they don't really want to be interviewing a stranger and they don't have to in a way. Yeah. They're contracted to be there but they don't have to. But I'm digressing again. But in terms of the ego, what have I learned? Like, they're just doing their job. They're, they're, they're trying to earn a buck. Of course, they have to put on a show and they've got their own ego and they've got a big ego to be in front of up on a big screen. But and this might... I might not. I'm definitely not nailing your question, but yeah. from my experiences, most of them are nice people. Yeah. Most of these big stars are nice people. Do they have co- yeah. common qualities though? That you're like, actually, all of these people who I'm interviewing on the red carpet yeah. are somehow different to the rest of the world, or uh, is that a, the big misconception? No, is I think that that's the a learning? misconception. They're workers. Yeah. Most of them are workers. Mm, yeah. Most of them just in a cool job, quality, but they've got a, they're working their asses off, and yeah. I reckon. A, a lot of them find it hard to go to a red carpet. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are still very insecure and yeah. mm-hmm. not, you know, they might have a big ego, but they have to use that to disguise themselves from the fact that, you know, they're just actors that stand in a little yeah. room with probably 10 people around them as they're filming something. Is there anything I, I to learn from the ego in terms of how you could kind of use it as a hack to kind of give yourself some more confidence uh, or put yourself out, especially because yeah, I think people yeah. see Americans as like sort of, you know, driven on that. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Uh, let's get back. If you brought up Tom Cruise, he has, a heck, he'd have to have a heck of an ego, but he still has this amazing ability to, he, you can tell he's working his ass off at drumming it down on the red carpet, which leads him to be the best person I've interviewed mm. on red carpets, the most giving, when I yeah. say best, because I still need that piece of audio to take back, and yeah. if I can get something out of him that's... And I do every time I interview him. He's wonderful. What so, does that mean, giving, but, in this context? Uh, giving, uh, so spending it, time, talking to me, uh, coming up with Is a, he thinking about bites? Do you think it's like, fuck you, a content, like always be contenting? Is yeah, he like, he is. I know... Yeah. So it actually becomes a little bit transactional, though, too, because yeah, like, I'm going to come here and I know yep. what you need, so I'm just going to give you that and then I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, it, it is, and, but in the case of the people, us, yep. who 
we're on the other side of the That's transaction. That's what you want. We want. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. it's up to us to make it interesting, right? Yeah. You know, and not talking about him breaking his ankle on an aeroplane. You yeah. know, like how can I get something different to the that he's done to the previous yeah. twenty? And it, but if he's if he's signed up to that one minute dance, and if you're you know, if, if you're interesting enough, you're getting to say something different. So yeah. I don't know how that leads into the ego thing. I do like the fascination with the whole ego. You know, what was that movie that um that no one watched with Guy Ritchie? The second I don't even watch movies one. that people do watch, so yeah. I'm shocking. Right, the third one he did, um, it wasn't the rock and roller one. It was one in there and it was all about ego yeah, and yeah. mind and how you see yourself. I, I do like that and you've got me thinking in that. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, when yeah, we ask you, that, when Josh asked you that question, maybe you were thinking, okay, that ego is a really negative thing and yeah. some people I think think it's a really mm. yeah, negative I, thing. I, did, I, I didn't think in the, t- let's say, you know, because I've, the last I, I've split my life obviously into the ten years of on with on PLJ and then the last eight years which is you know a, yeah a little bit with Fifi and Jules mm-hmm. um, and then KQRS which is the Minneapolis thing that I call in once a week and then the last four years on CBS but I still look at this as my next stage of my career kids I've got three kids and whatever you know um, so I always revert to the ten the ten year play but in terms of the ten year play I'll listen back to some of my staff. And I don't know from an ego, ego point of view, but I was there were moments where I was I got very cocky and was very <laughs> even arrogant. I'm like, wow. I, I mean, that wasn't meant to be my. How bit. does it come out? Uh, it, it comes out good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so cocky bit. Yeah. If I've ever seen a cocky bit. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but but that, but that was yeah that, that was over. That was an evolution of me, you know, mm. through that stage, and I would hope that I. I definitely didn't take that ego or being cocky onto a red carpet. I think I was cocky in the ability to get good content. Was it confidence though? Confidence. Because I yeah, think some people yeah. think confidence is arrogant and, and yeah. ego coming through. Whereas I think when you're in the middle of it, you can just be like, no, nah, I'm nailing this. But maybe that is no, your ego talking. That, no, no, it probably yeah. is. No, no, that, that nailing it, that's interesting what you say, I'm nailing this. I, I got to, through that whole 10 years, as much as I got knocks and I had to dress up as Elmo in 07, I had to you know, do various uh, Hannah Montana in 08, all these stunts. Uh, that whole second part of that 10-year play, whereas I sh- most people leave a job after five years and go to the next stage, I'm kind of glad I did the next five years because act- it took me five years to get good at yeah. actually being decent on the radio. You know, being mm. my baptism of fire was over. Now I just had to play that character and I think I nailed it and that's where the confidence maybe came from. I don't I mean, know knowing that, who uh, you are, I think yeah, Hamish talked about it, Hamish Blake, he was saying like he listened back and he was like, I had some English accent at one point. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like he was just talking about finding his feet and find, knowing who he is. Yeah. You just have I, to do I, more and more of it, I, don't I you? I think so. Yeah, I, I love that second part. Like, and, and that's when like I'm glad I did push in that second from 05 to 2010. I, it was a great period. Like that's when the Gervais interviews started happening and that, you know, they were – they were happening a couple of times a year, and and you know the Coldplay incident, all these, and even the stunts played into it because I mean they were stupid, even though I was mentally affected. Um, <laughs> so so maybe the maybe I did develop an ego. Maybe there, there was a sense, yeah, I just got married. There was a, I'm I'm crushing this. I'm on fire. Yeah, but I think maybe as a performer, you need a bit of that at, at the right time. And I don't know, and I don't know how I can't give you an answer of how to turn that on or turn yeah. that off. And still, hopefully, become a good bloke to well, your friends. I think friends action and can turn it on, yeah. but I th- and then it's awareness that can switch it off a bit and falling back into actually being a, a normal person or, or trying to yeah. connect to who you are and trying to be a good person. 
Right. But I think I've always thought like ego can sort of almost get you past this bit where you might not have had enough confidence to put yourself out there and do it. We can suppress. I think it's the same with naivety, right? It's yeah. like what I, I had. Yeah, <laughs> and I think naivety is important, and it's it's sort of it mm. can be used similarly to the ego type yeah. of thing, yeah, which yeah. is like, say, the naivety in the podcast that like the Tommy and I are doing that this actually matters, right? And it's so true, there's an yeah. ego to that that like yeah. we think that we yeah. are somewhat important yeah. enough to even fucking reach out to you yeah. and I ask you. But yeah, I'm more worried about your other yeah. guests down the road <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's there, that is an interesting thing, right? Which is like there is a an ego and naivety to even pick up the phone right. and to, for you to even yeah. to pick up the phone to ring yeah. radio stations in mm-hmm. the hope that one will invite me in. Yeah, and, and only th- one did. And the, yeah. the thing is that yeah, right. that's stu- no, no, it's total naivety. Yeah. Total, I actually call it stupidity. Yeah, like it, it, and, and we and, apply and, different things to it, and so yeah. ego yeah. could be a negative thing. But also, if you use it at the flip side, you could say, well, ego can be a thing that you can use to then level up. It's like what is the opposite of doing that? It's like the imposter syndrome that's really oh, yeah, popular yeah, in talking, yeah, you know? Yep. And so it's like, what, what other options do we have? Do we fucking self-hate and say <laughs> yeah, that we yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. it and, the, and use that right. as the blocker? Or do we fucking say, yeah, we, I can do it and so, be seen as an right, arrogant so freak? So does that mean you bring on the ego, you bring on the imposter, yeah. And you still keep the naivety, yeah. And you I do think, you become a hodgepodge. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the paradox? I think. I mean, that's why, like, so many uh, artists or, or creative people, yeah. or do, they're all a bit fucked up, yeah. yeah. Because it's like there is that bound. There is the highs and there's the lows. Are you? Are yeah, you? Because con- are you a consistent person? Do you think? I. I, I no, no, I think. What would your wife say? Yeah, no, 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 she wouldn't. No, I think after a good that's project, the truth. yeah, that's right. No, yeah. I think after you, when you do a good project and you have a little bit of success on something, mm, yeah. then there's you, you think you can put your feet up and the the phone will ring or whatever, yeah. and it never rings. Never <laughs> like like I'll give you an example. Uh, Olympics. I I I love going. To, I, I love covering the Olympics. So London Olympics. I go there. I work for NBC. Do just go. A, I work 20 hour days to create the content I want. And I'm you did it, it in the 2000 Sydney. I started Olympics. 2000 for yeah. radio. That's yeah. it. That was my first ever time talking on the radio after I pitched them here in studio yeah. and went back to Sydney. And so it was, Olympics mean a lot to me. Um, but London, NBC, you know, it was all video, it was all web content. Don't get me it wasn't on the main thing. Um, but so I was the only guy doing it for their the website. And, you know, it was the, on the face. I'd pop up in the corner, thumbnail, you know, when you see your thumbnail, it was great. And I'm interviewing big names and creating bits every day. And then you've got to get, you've got to, seduce is a terrible word, but or cajole, you've got to cajole <laughs> editors to buy into this because they're, they're normally editors that yeah. edit non sort of funny bits, you know, more sports, straight sports stuff. So you've got to get them to find the gag or the, the entertaining moment. Yeah. And Being it like that awkward bit you don't cut out. That's the yeah, actual right. bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That stuff up, leave yeah, it. Yeah, that's leave right. It. But yeah. that's a hard thing when you're NBC, which is the rights hold, you yeah. know, very esteemed. So it was a tough, but it finished and I went, this is great. And I remember no one, then that's it. I'm back to, you know, back doing my normal day-to-day thing, which is awesome. But you thought that people watched it, but no one, you've, you've, you actually got to never stop yeah. hustling yeah. or never stop. Well, you've summed yep. up radio completely. Like when I was working at Fifi and Jules in the as a digital content producer, I thought that fucking everyone was listening, right? It yeah. was like it was a yeah. number one drive yeah. show, and I thought like and the the radio station, everyone, and and I think you need that. That's like the thing, and that's the same thing with our podcast. Is like we treat it. Mm. There's that thing of like you know fake it till you make it. Right. Rather than saying fake it till you make it, uh, one of our previous guests, Peter Shepard, talks about 
doing something as if. Doing something as if there's a million people listening. Yeah, that's great. And so Good. it's yeah. not about fucking faking it. It's yeah. about just giving it the, yeah, that's right. the oxygen mm. and the effort yeah. to be like... And, that, and, and I think, go back to my first, let's say my first two years on, right, yeah, from walking into PLJ in August 2000 up until... Let's say meeting my wife. I met her two years later, so that's a nice little bookend yeah. of life. But then it was just everything. The only thing that mattered was what came out of the speakers yeah. at the end and everything else behind that didn't matter. So that every day, I didn't have an overall goal. My goal was just to do good stuff on the radio. So mm. that gets back to your naivety. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I had an ego because I'm pulling all this off with no My, my ego yeah. wasn't like probably diff- being flashy I'm pulling this off like a backpacker I've got no money <laughs> yeah. I'm living in New York City I'm living in a hotel room I'm on New York radio how that this is so cool you yeah. know like and I'm probably entertaining myself that every day is a is a bonus so I think that might get to you. Yeah. I don't know if that blends in, yeah, but I know I'm, I'm, I'm. The funny thing about you as an interviewer, you're so fucking worried about being a good interviewer. <laughs> like every, <laughs> every question we ask, you're yeah. like, I'm hoping yeah, that this right. guy yeah, 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 Sorry, no, you're right. What yeah, is yeah, you ask me some pretty hard hitting yeah. questions, you guys. Like, it's a bit different from like, the red carpet. Like, are you actually psychology no, no. professors? <laughs> and this is what is this? How's yeah, it coming? Yeah, yeah, you've got very good. We've got the ego. Yeah, but it's good. And you've delved into my head. Maybe these are just the thoughts that I normally no, have, and no. you've really pulled them out. So is well the, done. Is yeah. the mis- is there what's the big misconception around what you do in the sense of other people giving it a crack, or people who want to get into entertainment, or even if they want to podcast? Like the exciting thing about the podcast stuff is, I don't think it's a case of fuck radio, fuck TV. No, it's it's no, like no. let's learn everything, everything we can yeah. about all of these things yep. and bring it and create something new. What are can you tell us? fucking everything that you know <laughs> that we should be incorporating into this. Like what are uh, the best bits about radio and TV oh, this is a and good, Well, this is a good, good, another good question. Yeah, geez, I've got the pressure on now. Um, no, I, I, you guys are an example of what we're doing today. It's, we're just having a nice chat. Mm. And I reckon and, and this environment gives you the opportunity to have nice open-ended chats. You know you haven't got a clock. To go, I mean, he's still. We've you've got probably got Bree as a producer. You, yeah, you got, <laughs> yeah. So the times, you know, but but I, I think you can have. Yeah, open that's a wrap chat. up signal. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're not wrapping. Harry Brand, keep going. Let's go. Let's she go. Did two blinks. Yeah, well, that's funny. No, I. I it's bloody hard. To, look, my thing was all, what I learned was I was always working with people. So it's all about people and yet and, and the people you're working you're with. You're sounding like Facebook now. Yeah, yeah, no. The people I was working with were tough and, and they're still tough. And I had to figure out how to fit into Collaborating. Collaborate. Yeah. yeah. But when they aren't, you know, my time here they aren't weren't necessarily collaborators. Mm. I needed just to bring something in and it and it and then I had to ensure that they picked up on what I was pitching in under five words and then they will put it on and then they would carry it. Yeah. And there'd be moments where I didn't know that five-word pitch in a morning, you know, mm-hmm. 6.01 when I walk into the studio when the show starts. I've got an interview, let's say, with Matt Damon. Oh, is it funny? Oh, and they yeah. smell mm-hmm. weakness. Yeah. You know, even if I put the interview on and there's nothing there, I'll get smashed. Mm-hmm. And that was my hardest part so I, I know it doesn't get to so it's big, communicating big, big, communicating quickly getting a message across and working and and um i've always worked where i've always been a sidekick so yeah. the times where i haven't been the sidekick where i've like nbc i was the it was my bit or that is still fresh new ground for me to tackle mm. so i i 
I can give you advice on being a professional sidekick on a massive radio show. Do you want to be the sidekick forever? Uh, uh, n- I, I have I, at this stage. I don't. I'm not looking to try and be a radio host mm. at, at, at this stage. Well, I mean, you know, the I'm, thing is that I guess the US, like what you're talking about, the mateship type of thing. Yeah. Like, I guess you, you'd be open to being a mate on a show, like yeah, doing that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, and maybe uh, removing, a p- part of what you do almost is like saying fuck you to status, right? So the what, idea yeah. of trying to be the main guy, you yeah. probably give pushback to anyway. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's it doesn't I, have no, to no, be no, a main no. guy. That's right, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'm built to be a main yeah. guy. You know, um, yeah. And I know I haven't answered your question, so I'm, no, analyzing, I'm doing uh, my interview analysis <laughs> then. Of, um, I didn't really give it to you. you know. Um, what do you think though? But if you actually, I guess another way to phrase it is like, so you're starting... You know, you're starting a media company yeah. that's specifically new media. Yep. It's the it's podcasting, it's video online, and you you know that the the point of difference that you have yeah. is all the experiences that you've had before. Yep. So you walk in to a room with a bunch of YouTubers that you're going to be working with, some yep. people who have done stuff with Gimlet right. Media yeah. or whatever, the podcasting, right. yep. and you're the traditional head who also understands right. digital. Tri- yeah, I'd go in. I, it's what still, is the right, stuff? My, th- my thing would be capturing magic moments. Mm. I, 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 from a YouTuber perspective, and they're only, they're, it's just them talking to a camera, I love it when they interact with people. I, in terms of Casey Neistat, I yep. love when his UPS guy turns up yep. and yeah. he's reacting with him. I even love it when Casey goes out and interviews fans of himself. Mm. So I, I want I'm a people interaction moment where there's something, a give and take from having others on with you or with you. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. I want to see that. I want I want interaction. Capturing yeah. real moments. Capturing real moments. Something unscripted that's totally unscripted, prob- not even what you were looking for. And probably it happens well within the first person context of like being being able to first person film, like that yeah. idea of using the camera yourself and talking to the camera. Yep. Is that a muscle that you're looking at? Yeah, I haven't developed doing? as well as I should. I reckon there were moments over the last ten years where I was doing it. Yeah. Not 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 just doing it because I had to and, mm. and then let it go. And you were vlogging. Uh, yeah, I 15 was. 15 years ago yeah, before it was I cool. Was. And, 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 but you wouldn't thought, I didn't yeah. even know it was, you know, there was plenty of moments. You know, and you guys would have done it too. You would have been doing selfies in 98, yeah. but you didn't know it was a thing because yeah, I had no just, one on a rent. Well, in my case, in 2002, I think I got a selfie with Phil Collins. I still have it now. I think about it, it might have well, been my first selfie. Josh's you know, first <laughs> podcast was when he was... Two. Yeah, no, I didn't. How old? No, no, it would have been like uh, 06 or something like that, like early Yeah, early that's at the begin- very beginning. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. no, I think it's it's interesting about merging these things together. I yeah. think that that's like yep. the amazing thing. And I'm excited to see how, like, because creativity and sort of those mo- things that you're talking about, mm. which is having moments, yeah. they're broader. They're, they cross different mediums, different platforms. And you, you've now, like, and, and I've done thousands of moments with people for radio but I'm and I've filmed a lot of those mm. um, probably not edited them which is a whole nother just in the right way for a YouTube community mm. or you or, or viewership you know the, yeah. those magic moments worked very well on radio um, and that is probably my current disconnect yeah. in that bridging m- making those magic moments pop in different mediums because yeah. mm. on radio there's context you know I come on Hamish and Andy when my bits would I'd come on Brad what are you up to oh I went out last night I went to a big uh, party George Clooney was there and this and that what movies that this 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 and this how'd you go oh there was 
beautiful people there and they let me in. Um, oh, did you get anything? Yeah, here's my interview with George Clooney. Play the interview. Um, so we have context already. Yeah, yeah. I put just that George Clooney interview up on YouTube. People are like, who the hell's this weirdo? Yeah. Like, what's, you know, who is, yeah, there's no, and that is probably something that I've got to get. Well, it's just at, understanding yeah. the audience, like understanding who the audience is and what you're putting it up for. And mm-hmm. sometimes it means like even Tommy and I have discussions around podcast episode titles. Yeah. So is the podcast episode title, you know, Brad Blanks in New York City <laughs> yeah, or right. is right. the title yeah. mainstream yeah. media going new? Like right. is is the selling what, point yeah. Brad Blanks or is the selling yeah. point the no. – and so all of those yeah, things. That's, so what we're saying that? is can you come up with yeah. a title? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't – yeah, I wouldn't say Brad Blanks. I'd just say, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, Monica Lewinsky, Monica Lewinsky impersonator. Yeah, that'd, that'd go you. And this is the. And this is the. And I mean, I did have exhibit A uh, uh, on that uh, arrow directed to something that was on. Yeah, which is not very good in these modern times. Yeah, so yeah, disgusting it was. Um, anyway, the um, yeah. So with it, with the with the titles and all that, and clickbait. Oh. Have, oh, so all this stuff as you're saying this, it's tiring to me. Yeah, like yeah. but. Yeah, it's it, stuff it, that you think that about. Gets, like it's that yeah. other thing of like because the thing is, it's do like, that, yep. do you want to sell it in harder? Mm. I think the approach that TJ and I have had is like we want people to click on the content or listen to yep. the episode and be happy that they listened versus feeling like oh they spoke about that thing for two seconds. Uh, so well, it's trying to like I think wow. you've click- been doing clickbait for years, but yeah. you ha- but you've actually <laughs> delivered on like I think clickbait went too far. Yeah, when it's like telling you you see this cute dog and you get there and it's a penguin, <laughs> so yeah. they they lied to you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I I I'm, I haven't nailed it, and yeah. and I, I geez. Jesus, it's good though. Philosophical. My goodness. Um, we'll need a beer after this. Um, yeah, but but uh, I, I hear you on that. I haven't nailed that, and that's mm. what, what I'm up. That's the whole thing. You know, when you want to write a book, yeah. do you want to write a book about yourself? Yeah. Um, which is what you you know what I what I would like to do, and then you write the book, um, and how you sell it. You're not. You've got to have in that book. You've got to have takeaways, and this yeah. is what I think. From just talking to you guys now, your podcast there's going to be takeaways, right? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a bit of a journey. Well, audio going is on, interesting, yeah. right? Because yep. it's not like indexed like a blog or like you can't look on visually on no. Instagram. So it does have, but I think we'll get to a point where you know all of this stuff will be indexed on Google. So you'll be able to we'll, you'll be able to type in Elmo. Yeah, uh, it's on there. Elmo, yeah. Elmo riding BMX, yep. right? And that people will actually be able to, they would have heard me yeah. say it yeah. and then it will bring it up. But it's going to change. Think about how that changes the audience yeah. because what I'm worried about is at the moment we haven't gone that, like we you know get 300 plus listeners per episode every day. Mm. We haven't gone that far outside of our community, right? right? We've got more fucking friends on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What's interesting is what happens when, do we want to target the person who just so happens to live 10 miles outside of New York who saw that? Saw that Are they yeah. going to be interested in, in all the stuff that we're philosophizing uh, about not. all this no, shit? No, maybe no. not. And oh, so that's, wow. what, like, that's what's fucking interesting too. Yeah. Oh, well, Building yeah. a community is hard and sometimes yep. you don't actually get to choose who that community is because they choose you. But are you saying that should you not worry about it then? And just well, roll and keep going. You're, you're in the thick of it, right? Because well, we could yeah. strategize about the audience and community yeah. we want to build, but I don't know if it's yeah. going to be. That's what we will achieve. We there's no, have, yeah. there's no for certain. Yeah, we could have way more listeners right now if we said we are doing a podcast about video production yeah, for people yeah. who are starting yeah. their own business, yeah. and would be able to get and would be able to yep. niche. But 
I don't like what we're trying to do, which is a little bit different is it's like the niche is us having a conversation Right. So people are listening because they All right, don't like mind that. our perspective. Jeez, that's good, actually. The, the, yeah. yeah, so that's... What but that's fucking hard because that's the, hard, it's yeah. way hard because the yeah. thing is yeah. that it's like it's a new category it is. in the sense of like if, if if you say peanut butter and chocolate and you've had peanut butter before, yeah. you can sort of fucking grasp what it's like. isn't that niche the same as what the, some of these successful podcasts... Isn't that like Mark Maron? Isn't, aren't I listening to Maron because I want his take on it's like therapy well i think that's what you own. need to do i think right. that, that to stand out but i like what you said about you niche can't be an right. interview you can't just be an interviewer no. just doing the the normal shtick yeah. you need you need your own niche which is the personality and yeah. i think that the pro that's what's the difference between having a list of questions and going through mm. and that's what's maybe different you know the advice that pro- people probably give with the podcast stuff is it's like People are tuning in. Like say with this episode, yeah. people it might be like people are wanting to listen to Brad Blank's story. It's like Craig Bruce's podcast, right? Yeah. You're listening because you want to hear the radio talent right. and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But I actually like Craig's perspective as well. But there's a yeah. lot of people who might just hear because they want to hear Eddie Maguire's oh, bit. Right. And so the thing yeah. is that what we're trying to do is it's like it's a bit of a package deal. So what yeah. people are listening for is it's you, me, Tommy. We're all having this conversation together. Yeah. And it's not just like you can't cut us. If you cut us out, yeah. there'd just be a lot of you being like, I don't know if I've answered your question. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I think that's, that's I think the yeah, niche yeah, stuff. Yeah. And you, you, you're a perfect example of someone who's done that. You've been like, you know what? There are so many, there's a fucking red carpet full of yeah. people yeah. who are asking the same mundane questions yeah, yeah. that could easily just be auto. You could fucking automate that That's thing. That's right. Yeah. But applying creativity, applying yeah, your well, personality. I, I like that because the, 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 I'm, again, it gets back to these moments. I don't see anyone else doing, yeah. creating these moments that go for a minute and a half. So all I was doing. Don't think I'm any, any anything special. I just saw a moment where I could get with a big name star that I was kind of a fan of anyway mm. to create a bit. Yeah, and I found that entry point, and it turned me into a bloody red carpet reporter. I wasn't trying to do that, but <laughs> yeah. I was just this, we can this apply to anything. That's, and that's right. A, yeah. That's the thing, and that's yeah. what like I'm excited about to see yeah. is when you're Again. going and doing other stuff, applying yeah, yeah, those yeah. things. Because I think that that's maybe you know people pigeonhole and all that sort of thing. But there's it's just you see that. That's what I was asking before about. You know where else do you see it in life? Because those that set of things, right. no, now mo- I've got your moments, yeah, moments translates yeah. fucking everywhere, everywhere. exactly. And moments I'm, and isn't I'm, yeah. on a red carpet. Well, that's what people would say this uh, that red carpet thing. I'd be like, well, I do fifty percent. I'm out on the street creating game shows and bits with people and whatever. You know, yeah. anyone. I, um, could, I've got could, the episode title. Yeah. Uh, Celebrity reporter Brad Blanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you got me. Red carpet reporter. No, that's good. It's I a love daily it. talk show. Yeah, yeah. Brad Blanks, thank you for fucking having us here. Yeah, at, good. Uh, Very intense. Are we going to finish? Are we going to finish the live read? Yeah. We're at, uh, what, what was it? Upwork. Uh, uh, we, 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 no, we work. We work in we Midtown work. Manhattan. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, Perfect. guys, loved it. Great stuff. Awesome. I've learned about myself. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, is that what we're meant to do? I don't know. I don't think so. Have but other guests left, too. changed, no, or moved? Yeah, maybe. Awesome. No, I don't know in a good way. But either way, the I've Daily Talk in Show. A very good way. You're very nice people. Thank you. Well, Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. And we're also. Have you been on Reddit? Have you looked? Uh, at, no, I've got to get on your Reddit. Yeah. yeah so we've, uh, do you go on Reddit in general? I, I do a little bit, not as oh, much really. as. Yeah, we've I've just started. Right. So good. we've got like a subreddit of like 18 people. Well, those 18 people find my Elmo video on YouTube and post it. Oh, is it out? It was, like, it was like the third video I think I ever made. All right. Yeah. There's now um, going to be a, a, a Reddit <laughs> yeah. dedicated to all of the stuff we've been talking about Perfect. from Brad. Yeah. It's a talk show. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>